1: Car Guy radio show.
2: I say this calls for action, and now... Alvin. Alvin! Cried out, Merry Christmas, my friend. Christmas bells, those Christmas bells, ringing through the land, bringing peace to all the world and goodwill to man. Christmas
1: the first rule of Christmas today <laughs> on the Christian Car Guy Show. and and Danny, my producer, he's, he's he's trying to figure out, Robbie, what is the first rule of Christmas? And I bet you're wondering that too, but if you thought carefully about my intro music, I always spend a lot of time picking things that kind of give you the theme of what we're talking about. So, Robbie, what is the first rule of Christmas? Well, I have to share the story about my granddaughter in order to get you there. And so about three or four years ago, my father took myself my daughter my granddaughter fishing in Colorado now the only person who'd ever taken my granddaughter at the time was seven fishing was me so anybody that had taught her what she told me later on was the first rule of fishing it had to come from me but I don't recall for the life of me when I told her the first rule of fishing (laughs) (laughs) that's part of being a grandpa so we are out there we've flown to Colorado we spend like two days trying to catch fish and And Lila hadn't caught anything, and the only fish that she actually had caught, I had actually hooked and handed her the thing. But this was, my daughter hadn't fished in years, and my granddaughter was amateur, to say the least. And so they both were snagging all the time, and Lila wouldn't leave her bait in the water long enough to catch a fish. And so, you know, two seconds after it went in the water, she'd go, I got one, I got one. And she would reel it in, she'd get another snag, and I'd end up redoing the line again. and, And this went on time and time and time again, and no fish were getting caught. And I was beginning to get more and more and more aggravated. You can see where this may relate to Christmas in a minute. (laughs) 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 So, you know, one more time, you know, I got one, I got one, I got one, and I said, Lila, you have got to leave your bait in the water long enough to catch a fish. And I probably even said it harsher than what I just said on the air. And she looked at me, and she says, Papa, you have violated the first rule of fishing. Hmm. And I went, what? And she goes, have fun. Oh,
0: man. (laughs) Right on.
2: (laughs) Out of the mouths of babes, right?
1: (laughs) And so I looked at her and I said, Lila, let's do this. Let's pray. I said, I'm going to pray that God will give me more patience with you, that I'll have fun, and I'm going to pray – that, you know, God gives you the patience to leave your bait in the water long enough to catch a fish. Or even while we're at it, why don't we pray that you'll catch some fish? And so, you know, we prayed. It was lovely. We stood there on the bank of this river by this waterfall. I'll never forget it as long as I ever live with my seven-year-old granddaughter. We're both praying for patience. Immediately after, I'm look out the corner of my eye and I see my daughters down the river and she's got another snag and she's flailing her pole back and forth like somebody would that got a snag. And I start walking that direction. And no sooner did I take two steps. And Lila goes with her familiar. I got one. I got one. <laughs> well, when I turned around this time, expecting to see what I had seen four other thousand times, instead this time. Lila had a huge trout and she at this thing was all over the river and she was like ah, I got you, you little dickens and she <laughs> she brought in that fish and actually she caught four fish like almost immediately thereafter like everybody on the river was trying to figure out how this little girl was catching all these fish the answer was she was having fun Having <laughs> yeah. fun. the That's answer right. was she was praying and so this morning, it was an interesting thing. You know, I'd been working all week on this, that, and the other. And, I, and as you may know me, I, I asked Jesus, what are you praying for me today as I begin to prepare the show? This was really, really early this morning. And Jesus says to me, now if he says this to me immediately, I know exactly what he's saying. He's saying, Robbie, I want you to have fun.
0: <laughs> Amen.
1: And so I began to process what he was telling me. And I, I realized as I began to look up the actual word fun in Hebrew and some other things, that you would probably translate that word rejoice. But my my struggle is that that word rejoice has some religious drapery on it that I really, my heart needs to get rid of. I'm not talking about for you, I'm talking about for me. Rejoice just doesn't sound like sound like fun. I mean, it should, I know, but it, it for some reason, it doesn't. So I, I decided to come out with the RSV version, which is the Robbie Simple version, which is Philippians 4.4. 4. <laughs> have fun in the father, always. Mm. And again, I say, have fun. <laughs> and, 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 and as a theme for, like, man, the first rule of Christmas. Because if you think about a father's heart, like, how fun is it to watch your kids have a blast at Christmas. Well, you don't think God feels that way? Mm. I mean, he'd love... David was a man after his heart. Why? Because David knew how to dance. He knew how to sing. Mm-hmm. He knew how to have fun. Yes. I mean, this was a huge deal. And and think about how much fun you have watching your kids do what? They have fun. And why do they have fun? They have a simple childlike faith, and they understand what that means, and they haven't gotten to the dark side yet, of yeah. humbug, you know, whatever <laughs> that is. So... With that said, what I would like you to join with me in is, like, we have this unbelievably lavish God who has been bestowing gifts on us. Yes, Jesus is the reason for the season. And, yes, without him, we couldn't even begin to enjoy it. And, oh, my goodness, he's given me such presents over the years through through different people. But I'm wondering if you would think with me, like, what was the most fun you had as a kid on Christmas Day? What was that like i mean what was what was the adventure what was the deal you know and, and so you know i get to go first danny you know yes, so, so that you can course. think about it so you can call in at 866 348 7884 and tell me when you had just a blast <laughs> on christmas day so i if people that know me well know i love to hunt and fish and i love the outdoors and whatever well one year my parents when i was about thirteen. They got me all this gear. We lived in Michigan at the time, as you might imagine. My father was in the car business. I am the Christian car guy. <laughs> we <laughs> lived outside of Flint back when the water was good. <laughs> uh, <yeah. Right>. mm. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I never remember the water being bad there. But anyway, we lived outside of Flint, and so there was a lot of snow. And, and this year, they got me all this insulated underwear and these jackets and all this stuff. And I had a tent. And so christmas day i said to my parents would it be all right if i went out on like a wilderness survival trip for a week because you know we're off for christmas break i can't believe my parents let me do this it's a dead of winter in michigan right there's at least three feet of snow on the ground and they let me go out on christmas day with all my new gear by myself and i hung out in the woods just me and god for oh man it was at least six or seven days and I can remember catching fish and eating the fish and, and, and all that went on in that particular adventure with all my new stuff. And again, it was, just, it was just me and God. And it was like my parents knew my heart. And they knew exactly what I really, really wanted. And they met my need. <laughs> they met my wants, mm. And I just had an absolute blast. And I've been thinking about that. Like how lavish is God that he knows exactly what you want yes and and he's been preparing your christmas present all year long and he's excited but he is not wanting you to violate the first rule of christmas he's wanting you to have fun danny so
0: yeah wouldn't it be nice to wake up every morning sit on the side of the bed and proclaim to yourself i'm gonna have fun today and then go through your day with that attitude
1: and i have fun in the father right like, i know my dad is watching and I know he's part of this adventure, and I know that that's the deal with Philippians. It's, it's, it's like, I'm going to have fun, but I'm going to have it in the Father. So what was your Christmas that, man, it just, you knew that somebody knew you well enough to get you exactly what you wanted? Eight six six three four eight seven eight eight four. We are... Enjoying the first rule of Christmas today on a Christian Guy show. Speaking of fun, we have Christian Guy Theater coming up in the third segment, so we got all that fun coming at you. But I need your calls 866 348 7884. So much more coming up.
2: Was the night before Christmas, the below, when Snoopy went up in search of his foe, the red Baron.
3: Bells up on the first dad. rule as of
1: Christmas, as Christmas, as Christmas as today on the Christian Car Guy show—we're <laughs> having fun, and I am excited to hear your phone calls. Which I'm actually shocked that we don't have any yet, but the phone lines are absolutely wide open, and. I'm, I'm hoping you see like I do that it was God that lavished all this stuff. It may have been through your parents, you know, but somebody knew you well and lavished you on this amazing Christmas, or maybe it was a different kind of gift. Maybe it was a relationship. I don't know, but I would love to hear how God lavished on you, and here's why I want you to do that. Other people need to remember, oh, yeah, that was so much fun. Man, Satan is trying to steal it from us on every corner. He's trying to steal the fun he, because he knows the Father loves it when, when he sees that smile on his kid's face just having an absolute blast. So revel with me in a minute if you could and call us, 866-348-7884 is the number to call in and share your funnest, favoriteest Christmas, the first rule of Christmas. Have fun, 866 866- Three, four, eight, seven, eight, eight, four. Of course, we got the Jesus Labor of Love and thanks to a lot of generous gifts here at the end of the year, which I'm so, 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 so grateful for. You know, we're able to meet some of these needs. Um, as they are, you know, piling in this time of year, brakes and tires and 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 you know, people that just fall on hard times and even can't make their electric bill and all sorts of stuff that I've seen this week. So, you know, wow, it was kind of cool that God lavished these people with these gifts as a result of your generosity, and I'm so grateful for that. And, of course, as I mentioned before, speaking of fun, we're going to have all kinds of fun with Christian Carguy Theater in the next segment, and then we're going to come back in the last segment with more of the first rule of Christmas. So we got that going on, and you may know that usually – The week before Christmas, for the last number of years, we have played um, Christian Carguy Theater's A Christmas Corolla. But this year, since we had a new episode, I wanted to play it, and I had some other stuff I wanted to do in the show today. So what I've done is I've loaded it at the podcast, and it's posted actually now. If you want to listen to A Christmas Corolla, it's a full-length, all show long of, you know, the Dickens Christmas Carol done with the Christian Carguy Theater team, so we're gonna that is available right now on the podcast it's also you know the next episode is that's going to be that you're going to hear here shortly of river rock retaliation part 3 but right now i'm so excited cuz we have some callers and we need you 866-348-7884 is a number to call in we got william is in nightdale north carolina william you're on the christian car guy show good morning
4: good morning yes my my favorite Christmas actually had nothing to do with receiving a gift. Okay, it was simply about being with my grandparents and my parents at, at my grandparents' house with my aunts and uncles and cousins. So, and, um,
1: so tell me about so, that. So, was it sort of a reunion or?
4: Well, it, it was a family tradition, but um, it had it had gotten broken up for a while, and it was restarted. So that was more memorable more memorable for me I'm 52 now and I was, uh, 10 years old. So, you yeah, know, it's, that's it's really, neat. it's really, it's really nice. You know, it's, for me, it was just all about family, you know, and just being there with them and rem- remembering, feeling secure and, and the joy and, and the happiness being on everybody's face, including, including my own.
1: Right, right, right. And you felt like you were part of the, of a family. And that you belonged, right?
4: Absolutely.
1: That's absolutely wonderful. Absolutely.
4: Now most of those family members are in heaven now,
1: so. Yeah, I know that it feeling does. too, and I, I can remember Christmases with Mike. I'm so glad you did. You called and said that, William, because that's it, bringing back memories. I remember <laughs> my grandparents and my parents are all in heaven now, and and wow, what fun we did have. We we had four kids, so. You know, we 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 had some amazing times together. That's a great call, William. Thank you so much for calling in today.
4: You're welcome. Thank you. And it's a blessing knowing that they that they are in heaven and that they did know Christ. You know, it gives me strength for everything that I'm going through.
1: Yeah, that's where the faith kind of you know where the rubber meets the road is to to know. Oh yeah, I I am going to see them again, and 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 the love continues. And we'll continue for eternity, so you know Amen. I was uh, I lost my father this year and 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 I thought about that a lot this year is that w- how wonderful is it that there are a lot more Christmases left to share, right <laughs> and to celebrate yes. as as a result of what Jesus did, the ultimate Christmas present. You couldn't be more right. um I love that. I love that, so thank God th- is good. yes, he is, thank you, William. I appreciate you calling in so much. God bless. So we got time for your call. 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. We got Sarah Linda is in Washington. As soon as we can clear the line, we're going to get that. But we need your call. Actually, there's lots of calls ringing. So we got to get you all in here in the last few minutes. 866-348-7884. Eight six six three four eight seven eight eight four. Sarah Linda, you're on a Christian Car Guy show. Good morning.
2: Good morning. <laughs>
1: how, how are well, things in? You're in Washington, Washington State, right?
2: Yep. Port Orchard. Yep. Things are fine, and I I always want to hear you uh, in the morning. And this morning, I I was dreaming, and I was dreaming about uh, I was going. Uh, I anyway. I was dreaming, and and. Uh, I was listening to a group of people, and they wanted to tell me their stories. And I was I was listening, and then I woke up, and I realized, oh, I, me- I met, and I saw what time it was, and, and <laughs> you were on the air. So I turned you off, and I want to tell you that that dream was was about t- telling stories, and that these the group of people wanted me to hear their stories, because they heard a bit of mine and just tap in passing in the dream
1: and, and so here I am listening to this. oh no we have to go to a break Sarah Lynn, and then that Christian Guy Theater is going to be on so we're going to put you on hold but I, I'll take you on the other side of Christian Cargai Theater so Danny will arrange that for us we got okay. several other callers coming up so stay with us we got so much more <laughs> Christian Cargai show coming up stay tuned uh-huh. Bobby Dilmore here, and the Truth Network podcasts have helped make My Pillow the company it is today. And now, Mike Lindell, who, by the way, I've met and is a great guy, the inventor and CEO of My Pillow, wants to give back to our listeners. For the first time, you can get deep discounts on all My Pillow products if you go to mypillow.com right now and click on the new radio listener specials. Who never thought that my dream job would be selling my pillows? <laughs> Maybe you're getting tired of these sleeping jokes, but you can get deep discounts on My Pillow. Mattress toppers, bed sheets, and so much more. For example, the body pillow is regularly $89.99, but with a promo code GETTRUTH, it's only $29.99. Remember, all my pillow products come with a 60 day money back guarantee and a 10 year warranty. Just go to mypillow.com and click on the new radio listener specials and get deep discounts on all my pillow products, including the body pillow for only $29.99. Enter promo code GETTRUTH or call 800 942 9613 for these great radio specials. And now time for Christian Carguy Theatre, with today's episode, River Rock Retaliation, Part 8. Listen real carefully, folks because we have a boatload of catching up to do in order to understand this episode. First of all, the demon horde had been prayed out of town by the magical, mystical car parts of Jimmy's Jeep. And then the demons were driven out by God's warrior angels. Well, these despicable demons, Nagadana, Zemia, Shadam, and Kashi have not given up and have limped their way back to River Rock to do what damage they could after being harshly raked over the coals and sternly lambasted and ordered back to finish their assignment by the nefarious and slimy Supreme Commander back at their base in hell. The demons had already caused Johnny and Joey's boat to overturn, but to the horrific horror of the demons, And to their sinister surprise, one of God's special angels, who looked a lot like Jesus in jeans and a shirt to Johnny and Joey, this angel rescued the boys and they were in awe as they ran to tell their dad, Pastor Jack, at church. But the truly awesome news that they wanted to share was that Johnny, the prodigal son, was a changed young man. The very evil that the demons had intended only worked for good as it served to bring Johnny to his senses. Meanwhile. Pastor Jack and Mayor Elvira Merryweather have asked for a meeting of the leadership of the church and to announce that they both feel they need to resign. Pastor Jack is burdened by the secret that his son Johnny is a heroin addict. And Mayor Elvira has not shared the tragic and accidental death of her husband before she came to River Rock. And now, Agent Kent, who is holding a grudge against Mayor Elvira, is threatening to exhume her husband's body to somehow implicate Elvira despite the fact that Elvira has been totally exonerated from killing her husband. It was a tragic accident. Meanwhile, Johnny and Joey burst into the meeting room to share this boatload of news about their rescue and the fact that Johnny has given his life to the Lord. Unfortunately, just then, Deputy Eustace and Agent Kent came at the same time to arrest Johnny and to tell Elvira's secret. And before the stunned gathering at church, they cart Johnny off to jail. The demons chortle as they hover over the church.
5: Oh, yes. (laughs) It's about time. The tables have been turned in our favor. (laughs) Such superior chaos and misunderstanding. Our most cantankerous commander will be pleased. (laughs) It's a good start. Zemia. Follow them to the jail and instill doubt in that precious Johnny.
0: Your wish is my command, most loatham, nagging, Nakadana. I can hardly contain my excessive excitement to be called upon to spread doom, gloom, mayhem, fear, lies, depression. <laughs> oh, I'm drooling with delight. These are the emotions most appreciated by our most vile commandment. (laughs) Hello,
6: and don't forget doubt, Zemia. Narcissistic Nagadana told you to instill doubt. If you can remember if you have half a brain, so perhaps perhaps I should tag along to remind you. Or, Or maybe you're just a little upset that someone ripped off your name and made a malt beverage out of it. Zima, right, I know it's not exactly the same, but everyone likes that beverage, but they don't like you.
5: Oh, less than noble Negadana. Perhaps I should go with the two of them to steal, kill, and destroy every which way I can. There must be other prisoners we can depress and feed them with hopelessness. Oh, what a mangy, motley crew I have. Oh, just go with them, Nakashi. Do your worst. Watch out for the enemy and get back here when you're through.
1: Meanwhile, Jimmy's Jeep with the magical, mystical car parts have been privy to this dramatic, demonic dialogue, and Gracie Gas Tank pipes up.
5: All right, gang. We all know the drill by now i can't even imagine what's going on inside the church with that poor johnny being carted away like this and those demented demons are up to no good and out to destroy anybody and everybody my gas tank is heating up
0: Yeah, hey and mosey Monroe, oil that would be me yours truly is boiling man I can tell you that I'm boiling mad. It just goes to shows to goes to show you that we cannot let up on our praying and never ever at no time. Because you know what it says? Pray without ceasing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Am I right, Tammy Tensioner?
5: Oh, yeah, I hear you. But most important, God hears us. And we got to always, always, always remember that greater is it our God in us than he that is in the world. And our God wins in the end. Right, Fernando Fuel Injector? See, si, see,
6: si, so true. My little Conchita, Anita, and I were reading 1 Corinthians 10, 4, and 5 just a while ago having our power stroke time. And it is so clear about the weapons of our vroom, vroom, warfare, not earthly, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. And then what does it say, Conchita Anita intake? Oh yes, my husband. It says to cast down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ
0: shield wiper is here and i just
5: happen to have a fresh supply of zeal and holy water let's spray! oh dear god Lord, you know what we're facing we pray for all your guidance and support and we ask you to drive out those demons once and for all. trust you and love you in jesus name amen amen
1: back inside the church the chaos has calmed a bit after eustace and agent kent left with johnny Pastor Jack and Elvira have just been quickly telling everyone with tears about why they both wanted to resign. So I think you
4: can understand how Mayor Elvira and I decided to call a meeting with you and both of us wanting to resign because of the sense of shame about my son, Johnny, battling with heroin.
2: And me not telling you, dear folks, about the awful way my husband died before I moved here. I was... Totally exonerated, but now this agent can't. He just doesn't seem to like me very much. He's basically out to get me. I just feel I should resign.
1: Well, that's just plain nonsense. I think I could speak for all of us. And I say
5: we love you both. Oh, yes, sir, we sure do. And let's face it, folks, we're all human and we all have challenges in our lives.
1: Everybody has their issues. If we can't stick together like glue in this church, in this town, then the enemy is going to win.
0: And I can say a hearty amen to that. As you all know, I know hell is real and the warfare is real. If it wasn't for this town, I would be in hell right now. We've got to pray for each other. United we stand, divided we fall. So what
5: do the rest of you say? Elvira, you know we are behind you 100% of the time, honey, and you just hang in there. And you too, Pastor Jack. We love you.
1: So don't even think of resigning, and we need to pray, because the enemy is trying to steal, kill, and destroy.
2: Oh, thank you. I can't tell you what a relief it is.
5: Amen to that. Thank you, folks. And now let's pray before I go over to the jail to be with Johnny.
0: Pastor Jack, would you mind if I went with you? I think I could counsel Johnny
1: because of my own rescue from hell. Wait, what was that? Just then, there was a rumbling noise and a shaking from the direction of the jail. It was an earthquake. Tune in next month for the next exciting adventure of Christian Carguy Theater. Now. Here's Danny Dipstick and Randy Radiator to review today's episode. uh <laughs> Randy. Don't you just love how great it is that small towns can come together? Small towns are like the backbone of America. And I say we should take shredded cheese off the market.
5: Oh, no. Oh, oh,
6: I get it, Danny. Make America great again. <laughs> funny, Danny. Really funny. Grated cheese. I get it. It's a... I get the joke, but it's just kinda cheesy. You know, I do delight in the love of God reflected in true friends who love the real me, not the cheesy masks I wear. Just like the the good folks in River Rock, Danny. Since Pastor Jack and Mayor Elvira Meriwether shared their real struggles, they can now be loved for who they really are and not what they were pretending to be. that, That may sound harsh, but I know what it feels like to be hiding. After my sin, like Adam, I hide. That's the amazing thing about Colossians 3, 3. For you died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. <laughs> Jesus' blood me covered so the shame is gone. I don't need to hide. If I, and I do mean me, Danny, could just get that in my heart, I would take off some of these masks I wear. <laughs> Danny, no face value. <laughs> you know, Danny, I started growing a beard. I didn't like it at first, but then it grew on me. <laughs> See, Danny, when I did that, it grew on me. <laughs> All right, Daddy. Say goodbye, Daddy. See you later, Radiator. Okay, Simon. Okay. Okay,
2: Theodore. Okay. Okay, Alvin. Alvin. Alvin! Okay!
1: The first rule of Christmas today on the Christian Car Guy show. We've been having a lot of fun. And speaking of having fun, we did get to do that Christian Car Guy theater episode. And I thought it would be fun to just kind of introduce you to some of the characters that you heard. And who is the voice behind those and kind of what it is that they do. If you're a Christian Car Guy theater fan, I think you'll like this. So the first voice that you would have heard, besides my own, which I'm the narrator, was Ben Nagadana. Well, Ann alt who is, used to be an Adventures and Odyssey. <coughs> she actually wrote today's episode. Just a tremendous talent. She not only plays Nagadonna, if you, re- you might recognize her voice is also Tammy Tinchner, Frenchie Fender, and Nettie. They're all those different voices that you heard in today's show Are all in all. Now, Jesse Cordy is also just a fabulous, fabulous actor. In fact, he was the voice of Le Fleux in Beauty and the Beast, Walt Disney's, uh, Zootopia, he was the Black Panther, so he he plays in, as does Anne, just phenomenal bad guys. I mean, they have that voice; it just can be phenomenal. So Jesse plays Zemia, one of the demons. Which, by the way, just a little fun fact: all the demons, which are you know Zemia, Shidan, Nakashi, and Nagadana, those are all different languages for the word snake or serpent. But anyway, Zemia is Jesse Cordy, as well as Fernando. But he also played lazarus um so he was those three voices brian Habit habbit is all oh what a talent and what a comedian i he ad-libs a lot of his lines when you hear randy radiator that's brian and he is also the voice of shaddam so that line about zemia <laughs> being a malt beverage and all that he ad-libs that stuff he, he's absolutely hilarious so that's brian habit and then the voice of Nakashi and Anita Intake is Vanessa Orr, a very, very gifted actress, plays in a lot of Lifetime movies. You can see all these, by the way, at ChristianCarGuy.com. Um, you can see the whole pictures of all the casting characters. But also, just to move on, the voices that you heard, Ellen Kennedy, who plays the voice of Gracie Gastank and Mary Elvira Merriweather. She wrote a lot of the early episodes. She is a mystery writer, a really gifted writer, Ellen Kennedy. And Mosey Motor Oil, you may know, is Bert Rosenberger. He plays all sorts of different characters in different episodes. But in today's episode, he was Mosey Motor Oil, very, very gifted Messianic Jew. Wonderful guy. Just really funny. And Wally Windshield Wiper was actually just one of the producers here at the Truth Network. And one time he shared with me his Mickey Mouse imitation, which was so good that we turned it into Wally Windshield Wiper. Now, one of the cool things is that, that we did a little typecasting. Pastor jack is actually james bank who does encouraging prayer on the here on the truth network and if you didn't sound like a pastor i don't know who does but they, you know he that's the only role he plays is pastor jack and a little more trivia his own son um suffered with an opium addiction opiate addiction and his book prayers for prodigals is a result of that. So there's a little typecasting here and what's going on there with Johnny and his story right now. And then, in case you're wondering who does those other voices, well, the narrator, that would be me. And then Nahum, you might remember, Nahum's kind of like this. He comes from way out west somewhere. But that would be me as well. And then Danny Dipstick at the end, you know, I couldn't give anybody else a role as a dipstick except myself, so... Um, I play, oh, I'm Danny Dipstick, and I just don't necessarily have my act together all that much. It's kind of also, if you listen carefully, you might hear a little goofy in there, because I've been called goofy my entire life, and so I, I, I figured that I would just, but, you know, to me, that all goes with the first rule of Christmas today, which is have fun. Now, we have, Sarah Linda's been holding on from Washington this whole time to tell this story, so we got to give her a chance to say it. Sarah Linda, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning.
2: Well, good morning. I'm glad I had the time to listen. And and I every morning I've been lately waking up with a song or lyrics for a song of some melody I know. But anyway, uh, so this morning in the dream I was having, I was listening to others. I was listening to a group. They all wanted to be telling this, their story. And then and, and I needed to get back to where I was to hear to hear their stories and. I woke up, and oh my, it's a Christian car Guy show. I gotta turn him on, and it's all about stories <laughs> and so anyway, while I'm waiting, I got a poem because uh, uh this is what i start start that's what I do every morning, and so I'll just say it say because of the wait, here it is, and now and i'm ninety two and i'm and my sweetheart's gone to be with the to home to heaven. After 70 years together, uh, two years ago, but and and here's my poem, and uh, that I've written right now. And now and in the heavenlies, when it's our time to go, we'll be hearing and sharing the wonderful stories of Jesus in our life. And I've got I'm just writing and scribbling this down because that of his over uh, wonderful stories of Jesus in our life, of his ever overcoming glory to help us have an overcoming story. And then for a thousand years, and then forever and ever have everlasting stories to share how our God wins in the end, and forever after, we'll share in God's everlasting glory of our each and every story. For all who love the Lord, we're all in this together, and we share in the victory of the forever victory of the God... Of the whole of history, amen amen and I, amen. that Sarah Linda, I hope
1: we all at ninety two <laughs> can have that kind of fun here in the yeah. Christmas season. I can just love it. I love it. Thank you so much for hanging on so long and sharing that with us today. God bless you. Have a wonderful w- wonderful Christmas. I'm so glad Thank to hear you. from you today. Thank okay. you bye-bye. bye-bye All right, and speaking of Ann Alt for some reason. She has a story.
3: <laughs> so, strangely enough, <laughs> I,
1: you know, I'm really glad you called in. Are we having fun?
3: <laughs> oh, we are having fun. It's the first rule of everything. <laughs> no matter what. I mean, even that in fact that's what I was going to really quick share. I, I you know, I didn't know you were going to be doing, you know, waxing eloquent about the cast and <laughs> everything. But and I told Danny if there's others, please put them first. But uh, you know, my my, I have my book, you know, and then I wrote a chapter called "My Saddest Best Christmas" in 2002, where my whole life was falling apart. I lived in Arizona at the time, and I mean, really, the bottom fell out. And I debated whether to go home for Christmas in Virginia, where my brother was, and and his family, and my parents, and and so the bottom line is, I did go home. This, Christmas Eve. I was just tired. It was a very exhausting time in my life. And Christmas Eve, it was uh, just sweet at my brother's house, and just everything so festive, and the kids, it was active. And then we went to, to this quaint little church for Christmas Eve service. But then came, um, you know, uh, I, by the time we got home, <laughs> I was so exhausted, but but, but warmly happy. It's it, sort of this ambiance of just... Just you say, you know, first rule of fishing, you know, first rule of Christmas. I just felt a sense of fun and peace and joy, and but I was tired, I, you know. And we were supposed to go back early to my brother's house, and each of the kids opens one present at a time, and and all that jazz. And and I said, oh God, just give me strength. Well, I woke up the next morning. Daddy was on the phone with my older brother, and and um, and he said, yeah, well, we'll try to come over this afternoon. And I thought, what's happening? i you know, I, I pat out there with my Nightgown and, my big and you got you got to hurry bus.
1: because we only got about 20 seconds. Okay. Bottom
3: line is, we we ended up sitting in my parents' uh, I you know, glassed-in porch with the snow falling, and it was like oh. white Christmas, and, and in it was Arizona the best Christmas. No, <laughs> that was in Virginia, Virginia, Virginia. Oh, okay, Virginia. Yeah, but it was my saddest best Christmas. We can have fun. It was the best time with them. Just.
1: And in the lavish? Isn't God just lavish that he pours out all this stuff on us? Yes! So that we can yes. enjoy family, so that we can enjoy all the different kinds of presents, both the presence of people and his presence. So that's just yeah. amazing. Yeah. I thank oh, you, well, Anne, for... it a great
3: show, Robbie. Love you much. <laughs> love you, love too. Love this team. Love our, our great team.
1: On Christian Guy Theater. Again, I would point out that if you love that Christmas Corolla, you can get the podcast. It was released today. In the meantime... I hope you all have an amazing Christmas. Slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went. Got it all done in 33 years. You're
0: listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com.